You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The Mixed Mornings and More podcast with Steph and Sean. Now available daily. Good morning, world. Good morning. Happy Thursday. It is January 19th. The year is 2023. 5.33 right now, Steph. And the clouds be gone. They be gone. Do you see some stars this morning? I did. My walk to work was finally not just a haze of clouds. In fact, dare I say... It was a slight haze of northern lights. You're kidding. Well, I'm kind of exaggerating a little bit. It was like literally the slightest haze. Because I could see something in the sky and it wasn't a cloud, but it was, wasn't was just the sky either. You tell know? me you had to use your phone to take a picture to I see did. if your phone could tell if it was the northern light. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> My eyeballs could slightly tell the difference, so I brought out the phone took a picture, and it kind of accentuated the slightest of haze of a northern light. All right. Well, hopefully that's kind of like a telltale sign of things to come because we are supposed to have full sun tomorrow. Yes. So maybe that'll mean a clear sky at night. And your Northern Lights app, you were saying, has been teasing you for weeks? Yeah, we've just been in this massive like red zone. And red is good for Northern Lights on my app. And it goes from like green is the lightest, red is like the most intense Northern Lights. And this morning was just a, a slight haze of green on my app. But okay. uh, maybe we can get some more intense red zones so we can really get popping for the finally get it treated to like a, a nice little viewing. Yeah, for sure. Like at least if they were white with the green haze mm. this morning, perhaps they can be right with red haze mm. tonight and clear sky as Yes, well. please. Fingers crossed. Monday night on Jeopardy, some Canadians were up in arms after Ken Jennings pronounced a Canadian town wrong. Now, Sean, I have sent you the spelling of it. Yeah. Can you pronounce it? It's in Nova Scotia. It is. I'll tell you that much. I'm nervous. I'm from Nova Scotia. I moved at a young age. I was born in Halifax. I moved when I was four years old. So I didn't get to know the lay of the land, okay? Okay. I can hear someone say it in my head right now. Uh So I'm just going to go for it, all right? Antagonish. All right. Antagonish. Antagonish. Let's see how Ken Jennings does it. For more than 150 years, traditional festivities have come to Antigonish in this province for the annual Highland Games. Antigonish? Antigonish. Now, I have to be honest, Sean. I think that Canadians would be mad at your pronunciation as well. Why? I think it's Antigonish. Oh, it is. That sounds right. (laughs) Here is Google's pronouncer of it. Antigonish. Oh, okay. Nice and quick. Antigonish. Which I think is how I said it. Yeah. Um, now, some Canadians said, uh, to all the Canadians feeling slighted or outraged over the mispronounced Antigonish on hashtag Jeopardy, remember what Oscar Wilde said. The only thing worse than being talked about is not being talked about. All right. I also have something to bring up here. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you set me up for failure. I did? You spelt it wrong. I did not. You sent it to me wrong. <laughs> did I really? A-N-T-O. It's A-N-T-I. Oh. You sent me up for failure. <laughs> I'm so 
sorry. I thought that didn't look right. Because <laughs> you can't trust me. <laughs> I did it on purpose, right? That's what I can say. <laughs> The other night I was looking for just an easy dinner, so I grabbed some chicken pot pies out of my freezer. And I want to ask you something. When you go and cook something from frozen, do you ever do frozen stuff? Yeah. I'll from the like, box? Yeah, french fries or frozen pizza. There yeah. we go. How many times do you have to read the instructions for you to fully understand what you're doing? Oh, Sean, I hate this question because I've definitely had to dig the fry package out of the garbage Good. a couple times. Thank you. I don't think any of us are alone in this because the instructions could be as simple as preheat the oven to 350, put in for a half hour, let thaw for two minutes, enjoy. That's literally like four simple instructions. I'll do the first one. I'll walk away and I'll be like, wait, <laughs> was I supposed to do anything in between there? I do feel very strongly about this. I agree. And I also think it's hard when you're having like French fries and chicken fingers. Yeah. And then the chicken fingers are like, set the oven to 425. But the fries are like, set the oven to 450. And then the chicken fingers say, turn after 10 minutes. And the fries say, take out after 10 minutes. And it just gets so jumbled. It's so hard. The two separate instructions are always an interesting compromise. Like, okay, so if it's 350 and 450, do I just go? like 400 here and do I cut the time in half and then yeah so I'm glad to hear that I'm not the only one that has to recheck the frozen instructions about seven times for a simple chicken pot pie I think it's time for an invention Sean a nap oh that would work a timer app (laughs) I got really excited (laughs) I think it's time for a talking box you just press the button and it tells you out loud what the instructions are. And then you can be like, tell me again, box. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> no, you think this is a weird idea? I'm growing up. It's growing up. Okay. I have another idea. Okay. For chicken fingers and fries. The same company that makes the chicken fingers, say Jane's. They always have the Jane's right. pub. Yeah. What if Jane's made French fries and they put them in the same box for you and they big brained okay cook the fries and the chicken yeah combo i'm digging this now this is my i think that's a better invention than the box there we go let's go with that one definitely (laughs) i don't need a box to tell me how stupid i am i love i found an app to help with lethologica what is that you can't just throw big words at me before 7 a.m steph okay i'll help you level up your lexicon sean uh it's the inability to remember the right word lethologica uh, yeah, okay. Okay, so the app now is kind of like it's exactly called reverse dictionary, and it is. So basically, you type the definition of a word, and it tells you what the word is. Oh, that's interesting. Very vague, too, because a lot of times I kind of forget, like, both of them. <laughs> and it'd just be like, uh, it's roughly to think of something. And then would it just give me all the synonyms of, like, of like all the words to think? Um, maybe. I think the main thing is, it's when you have a word on the tip of your tongue and you're like, what's that word again? It means this. So if I was like trying to think of brainstorming, I was like to think of something. Yeah, it might give me It would give me like, it would give me all the words to think type of thing. Yeah. How do you feel about this? I think it's good. I think it's cool. I think <laughs> it's just another app for people to make life easier. Okay. Why? You are so disappointed. I just feel like we're ruining our brains. We're making everything so easy. We don't even have to think of definitions of words anymore. We're just like, oh, what's that word again? What's that word again? And the phenomenon of remembering it hours later when it's no longer relevant and the satisfaction of that uh, will be <laughs> gone because... <laughs> 
<laughs> we'll just be like, oh, what's that word again? I'll just type it in my, there's an app for that, reverse dictionary. Yeah, but think of all the crises uh, it could solve. Crises? Crises. <laughs> I feel like we're having a crisis of language right now, Sean, Yeah. And I don't. What if you needed the word right then and there, and you're like, oh, well, could have used that, but now I didn't think of it, and now three hours later, I failed my project. If only I had this app, then I could have passed English, and then I could have maybe did something with my bring, life. Bring, 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 phone a friend, and brainstorm it together, no. and figure it out. Fire up the app 10 seconds later, you got it, move <sighs> on with your life. Well, we differ on this, and I don't think we'll ever uh, come to the same <laughs> agreement. <laughs> We're at opposite ends of the germ slide of things. You're 100% a germaphobe, hey? Yeah, and you are just gross. I am. Put it in my body. We'll see what happens later. <laughs> I'm kind of just like deal with it in the future. Uh, let's get it done right now. One of the things I think that is absolutely hilarious is my Nalgene bottle because I don't wash it. <laughs> yeah, and like about, what, six months ago, you're like, oh, man, this thing smells awful. <laughs> and then you admitted that you hadn't washed it in a year. Yeah. And then in, when you went to go fill it up again, I was like, oh, you should wash your body. He's like, ah, maybe later. <sighs> Continuously drinking, oh, this smells bad, but it's okay. This water isn't contaminated by my year of germs. Yeah, I'm thriving over here. I'm thriving. I eventually wash, washed it maybe like a year and three months down the oh. road. And so, so gross. Um, but one thing I want to ask you about, so aside from the bottle, let's just say I have a glass of water, okay? Mm-hmm. From the kitchen, recently washed glass. I fill <laughs> that up. Recently washed glass. Can it be just washed glass? Can it be really yeah, fresh? Yeah, sure. Right, okay. right out of the dishwasher. Just wash. Okay. I'm going to bed and I fill that glass up with water and it's on my side table. Do you need that covered? I don't need it covered, but I need it not to last longer than the sleep does. Oh, so you wouldn't drink from it in the morning if you Absol had leftover water? Absolutely not. What? That water has dust particles in Ugh. it. It has all the air I've been breathing for the last eight hours stagnantly in my room. Absolutely not. No way. No, that needs wash. So interesting. Yeah, my Nalgene bottle, I have the, just in case randomly at like one in the morning, I wake up with a dry mouth. I ain't got time to unscrew the lid. So my bottle just sits there with the lid open. Sean, this Nalgene bottle like needs to be studied for science. It has got to be so <laughs> gross. On top of the fact that you shut it every day with your mouth germs around the edge for a year on end, you leave it open for all other germs to crawl in there. Yeah. Mm -mm, that's gross. A scientific breakthrough, maybe. We'll see. I could get awarded for something here. You could. You could. You do seem to be a pretty healthy guy. So yeah. perhaps you are eating enough germs that germs that come in there we go the matter. more germs the better i am i'm the prototype over Ugh. here i'll happily submit myself you're gross though <laughs> was at the library last night sean and i nearly did something that i see happen at walmart all the time but i don't think it's a necessarily good quality to do you randomly fought someone <laughs> no start a fight i did not Steph the rebel <laughs> I did not show up in my pajamas. I didn't do any of those stereotypical things. Um, but I did have my girl guides with me, and I also had a coffee. And I finished my coffee, and we were doing an activity, so we weren't leaving this room for a really long time. And I left my empty coffee cup on a shelf in the library. You're a litterer. 
I felt like a litterer, so much so that I text my co-leader who was still in the library at the end of the night and said, <laughs> my coffee cup's on this shelf. Can you please go get it? <laughs> oh. Well, at least you thought about it. I guess that's like the, the silver lining there is that you knew that you needed to trash it. Yeah, at least I remembered it before it was too late. But I think about this because when I'm walking through Walmart, pretty much every single aisle always has an empty, discarded coffee cup just sitting on the shelf. Oh, I hate that so much. I hate that. Okay, I, I don't get it. But, like, I'm a lazy person over here, but at least I'm, like, a respectful lazy. I'm lazy to myself. Okay. I'm not lazy that it affects, at least I don't think it affects other people, <laughs> <laughs> to that amount of, like, garbage and litter. Well, I think that's my question, is I do find that there are some garbage cans positioned around Walmart that you could throw your coffee cup out in. Yeah. And what is the reason that specifically in that store, people decide to leave their coffee cups on shelves? Yeah. And I wonder, is it in the same vein of the shopping cart, where you could decide to take the shopping yeah. cart back to the cart corral, but instead you leave it in the parking lot for someone else to go retrieve? Yeah, they're like, oh, they have people that clean up, and so that's their job to clean up. Oh, they have people to fetch the shopping carts, so that's their job to fetch the shopping carts. It's kind of, it might be in the same realm. Yeah, I don't like it, though, because I'm like, yeah, they have people to clean up, like mop and sweep the floors, and put the stuff back that you put randomly on shelves yeah. that goes somewhere else in the store. But I feel like it's a luxury that there's a McDonald's in Walmart that you can get a coffee while you shop, but you should find the garbage for it. Yeah, basically Steph's saying, be better humans out there, okay? <laughs> Weird places to fall asleep. We've all done it. Not got enough sleep the night before or some extenuating circumstances happen and you're like, oof, didn't mean to fall asleep there. Where have you fallen asleep? Oh, so many places. I love sleeping. I love a good nap. I can do it anywhere. I always say I'm really good at it. And the first one that comes to mind, I don't know if it's the weirdest, but this instantly comes to mind. I want to say it was four years ago. I was working at a radio station in Hinton, Alberta. I was doing the morning run and I woke up in the middle of the night and thought I was late for my shift. And I was the only person that was like in the station, small town station. There was like one other person showed up around noon. And so... I got to bring my dog, grab my dog, go to the station. All of a sudden, I realize it's like 2.30 in the morning. Oh, my goodness. Don't have to be on air till like 6 a.m. And so I debated driving back home, which probably would have been the right thing to do. Just another like five, seven minute drive home. Go back to my bed, sleep for another like two hours. But I was like, no, um, it was like this hard carpet that we have here. It's not soft, like fluffy carpet with underlay underneath. Yeah. It's hard carpet just right on concrete. So I have a, a blanket in the station for my dog. <laughs> no. And so my dog and I just curled up on the floor, took a snooze, and then uh, woke up and did the show. That is pretty weird. I just don't really understand how you didn't grab your phone and say, shoot, oh, it's 2.30. Okay. The whole drive to work that morning, I vividly remember my my uh, car clock is wrong. Not, that's the right time. <laughs> For some reason, I was like, car clock is wrong. Not, oh, it's actually 2.30 in the morning. That is crazy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I fell asleep on a man's shoulder once on a plane from um, Italy to Germany. So it wasn't a very long flight, but it was long enough for me to fall completely asleep. And I woke up when the um, flight attendant said, would you like ham and Swiss or pastrami and some other kind of cheese? 
And I was like, mm, no, thank you. I'm not hungry. And then as I kind of opened my eyes and came to, I realized that my head was on this stranger man's shoulder next to me. And of course, I jumped it off and I was like, so sorry. And he's like, oh, that's okay. You can put your head back. And I was like, nope, no, I can't. <laughs> You're just living a rom-com right there. That's rom-com waiting to happen. I was 17. He was middle-aged. It was <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> all right, all right. Did you get the pastrami afterwards? <laughs> No, I wasn't hungry. I was I was sleeping, Sean. <laughs> 780-791-1037. What's your weird falling asleep story? Weirdest places you've fallen asleep at. 780-791-1037. You can text or call. I'm starting to realize as I rack my brain here, a lot of them are work-related. Sean, that's not great. <laughs> yeah, I'm starting to see a trend here. I haven't fallen asleep at this job, I promise. Oh, I don't know if I believe I you. I promise. It seems like you do it in secret. <laughs> So we're going to go back about 10 years. This is one of my first jobs out of high school. I was working for a flooring company uh-huh. and I was working in the warehouse and I was driving a forklift. And so trucks would come, semis would come and they would drop off these 12 foot pieces of carpet and I would throw them into the wall. So these 12 foot pieces would go into this long wall and then we would also get underlay and the rolls of underlay were kind of comfy. And so we would stack the underlay somewhere. And then sometimes in the afternoon, I'd have like the list of schedules of like, okay, well, I have to do a shipment of uh, carpet coming in at this time. And then I have to do a delivery at this time. And so I have a little break here in between. So I would like take my lunch and I would set up a bed of all of the underlay like hidden in the warehouse in the back and I'd just have a quick snooze. I swear I was on my lunch. Yeah, I don't believe you. I don't believe you at all. And I do feel like, you know, McDonald's used to have this adage, if you've got time to lean, you've got time to clean. Like was your only job just throwing carpets? You couldn't have swept the floor maybe or find something else to do that didn't make you so sleepy? Were you my boss? I thought you were on my side. <laughs> I'm never on your side if you're sleeping at <laughs> work, Sean. Last time I tell you something. Oh, whatever. We had a beautiful sunrise this morning. Yo. That's all I'm, I'm going to say. Yo. Yo. Uh, clouds are gone. Sun's here. Yeah. Isn't that so nice? The other nice thing about it is that when I looked out the window and noticed that the sunrise was happening, I also looked at the clock and I was like, <gasps> we have gained nearly 50 minutes of daylight <laughs> just in the morning. On solstice day, the sun was rising at 9. It's now rising at 8.46. That's pretty incredible. I noticed this morning right around the 8 o'clock news when I look out the window here in the Stone Creek Plaza just to say what the weather's currently looking like the, around there. Usually around that time, it's just dark and cloudy. I can't see anything. But today, clouds were pushed to the side and I could slowly start to see the daylight come through at 8. Hey, hello, sun. It's so nice to see you, especially so early. And the other beautiful thing is on solstice day, the sun set at 346. Okay. And today it sets at 426. So an extra 45 minutes of daylight at the end of the day is ours to love and enjoy. See, there we go. Rapidly increasing all the way through to summertime when we get it all the time. Want more of today's show? Download the Mixed Mornings and More podcast. Now available every weekday.